All right, we're live. Not our best class, but you know, we're not best class. Yeah, yeah, that's not going Wasn't great. Wasn't great. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Springs and Thread podcast. It is our 23rd podcast, uh, and we're actually joined by two guests. I know, it's crazy. Uh, last week, we had someone in Chicago and share a really intimate story. Today, we're going to share something, you know, a, a little fun. I think we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Don't, don't you think, Darius? Don't you think, yeah. Mikey? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, our, right, it's our sure. Jordan year. Jordan podcast, number 23. It is a Jordan wow, podcast. two, three. Shout out Marcus. Shout out Michael. <laughs> shout out Marcus, for sure. Shout out, shout out Marcus, 100%, <laughs> man. That guy is fantastic. Hell yeah. And so let me just get uh, down to the Did formalities. Did you know Marcus Jordan is short for backdoor? <laughs> Did you did you know did you know that did you know that Michael B. Jordan isn't related to Michael Jordan? Crazy. Crazy. All right. All right. <laughs> Damn. I'm the one that's drinking whiskey right now. Uh not not you, Darius. That's a, I'm drinking water. Yeah. That's some balls. Darius, man, let's shotgun a beer. Let's do it. You ready? No. Oh, I'm a water guy. He's a water guy. He's okay. Does okay, cup say water on it? What is it? Oh, it says <laughs> new weight. It oh, says, okay. Right. It says uh, l- less, uh, l- less alcohol, more tea. That's what it says. Anyways, okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, please rate it, subscribe, follow, do everything you can. Leave us such a great rating. Uh, before we begin, I want to shout out my boy Ketrick from the Toronto brand Birthday. He's been a huge supporter. He thinks you're hilarious, Mikey. Darius, you've been influencing him. You might want to pick up a watch sometime soon based on Yay. your recommendations. Also want to shout out a few other people. Uh, uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, sorry. Luke from Coffees and Kicks. He just got featured on Complex Canada. Pretty let's neat. Let's go, Luke. I don't right? know you, but let's go, man. Yo, yo he's a Vaughn lo- lo- love to, love He's to a Vaughn Man's. Let's go, man. Right? Let's go. Woodbridge. Go Woodbridge. All right. Woodbridge, Maple, so- Etobicoke. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. So- <laughs> You're killing me right now. I'm, t- I'm trying to get the guests introduced <laughs> so we can roll. No, this, that shit's gonna take ten this. minutes, as All far right. as I'm concerned. So, I mean, today, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Like I said, share the love, spread the love on the podcast. Um, and today, I just want to get into it. Our guests today operate a Toronto-based clothing label by the name of Imaginary Friends. They strive to reduce their CO2 footprint actually by manufacturing and producing their products domestically here in Toronto, Canada. Please help me welcome, and I'll put in the clap track, uh, Olivia and Hannah, two or three co-founders <laughs> of Imaginary Friends. Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much, <laughs> boys. Yes. Yeah. We are two, three first... ladies. How's it feel to be our first two female guests? Yeah. Well, it, it feels, feels pretty really crazy. Awesome. Like, today oh. we were listening to episode 20, I think it was. Um, and who, it was just like all of these, them? I couldn't tell you, <laughs> but it, it was like starting a clothing brand, I think was the title, oh. mm. but it was just but like all these, it. all these, yeah, it was all these men talking and I'm like, Hey, I can't really figure out who's who here, who's who is talking here. So I was like, Olivia, we're going to break the system today. Show to got Mick. We're going to break the system, but, um, yeah. Yes. We're gonna break the mold today. Yeah. Break the mold, we please. We we need more of your voices amplified. Share like yeah. the struggles. <laughs> Share like the planning, right? I think everyone approaches it so differently. Um, especially mm-hmm. on my side, I, I do see quite a bit. I'm just like, you know what? I'm sure there's other ways to do it, and I'm sure there's thought processes that aren't really you know put out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, I feel like especially 
Well, like, we're kind of, like, new to this whole thing. Like, I studied film. Um, Olivia did new media. Regan did... Um, she just finished a um, program no in knows uh, digital marketing. Study. <laughs> no, she did, like, environmental sciences for, like, four years, but then she just got, like, a digital marketing thing. But, yeah, none awesome. of us really have, like, fashion experience, but I think we've really found that, like... Like, yeah, there's, like, a set track a lot of people have followed, but there's also so many different ways to fix problems. And that's kind of how you break out of the whole, you know, you break out of the mix. You uh, yeah. you try new things. And we've had that's a lot of people thing. telling us things aren't possible, but then we go a different route and figure it out. And so, yeah. Yeah, that, fun. that's how you got to do it. And mm-hmm. and I think you guys start, did you guys start in the summer of 2020? We started. Is that correct? Um, officially we like, we were sitting down and it was like April, 2020. We were like, let's like get this rolling. It was like right mm. after COVID lockdown Hannah and I like, we're just graduating university and we're like, let's do this. Cause we always talked about it and then we're like, let's just get it. So April would be like when we first like trademarked or got the trademark going for our name and like made our socials, but we didn't start posting until, um, July, like the first week or yeah, I think the first week of July we started to like actually like post about it. So yeah, that's when Mikey okay. came down and got his crew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the first customer. All I'm saying is, when you guys do like you know a collab with like I don't know some high fashion house. Yeah, like there's there's only one person <laughs> that should be getting the the samples. Yeah, and it's this guy right here. That's yeah, all I'm we'll remember you. We'll remember you. You you talked about how like you you guys were speaking about it. it's like you it was always something you wanted to do. I find that such a common theme that I want to kind of break down like what was the first kind of seed that started the imaginary friends? What did you guys have in mind? And when it came down to executing, how <laughs> different was that? Um, that's Hannah, a good question. Hannah and I lived together throughout university and then in fourth year we were like convinced we were going to start a bag company we were going to (laughs) make bags I don't know why that was like our thing and then we just like yeah we like talked about it and we'd like we'd talk about it but nothing like came from it we're like Hannah's dad like gave her this like book or something of like all these things we have to like do for businesses it was like this like complicated thing I think it kind of do you know what I'm talking about he gave you like a, a sheet and then it was really like kind of like scared oh, us yeah, off because yeah, yeah. it was like so intimidating that like we kind of like put it on the back burner and then when covid lockdowns happened we were like stuck it's like what are we gonna do now and it was like the perfect mm-hmm. time to like start our company so we just like got on the phone one day and we kind of had an idea that was like not purses something like more like us so we opted to do like streetwear, like more like comfy loungewear, but stuff mm-hmm. that we would wear because all the stuff we like or see was all like male dominated and it was like more masculine styles that we liked, but we wanted to see something that like we would want to wear. Um, For sure. And then, yeah, so it was like the first week or second week of the lockdown where like, let's like not just sit here and wither away while while we're like stuck at home and then yeah that was like how it came to be and we like yeah yeah. 
And I remember like we were working on our theses together in the kitchen of our little apartment and we were like, it had been like eight hours and we were like, can you imagine doing this every day of the week for like somebody else? Like, and we were both like, okay, we don't want to do that. But, and then, so once we like started everything, I think we had really big, we thought we were going to do everything way bigger than we ended up doing it. Like we had no idea how difficult and expensive everything was. So Mm -hmm. we had wanted to like, like long-term we still want to like manufacture our own garments and make our own designs, like of the actual like patterns and stuff. But so that's why we kind of have been going more into staples for now and kind of establishing ourselves first before Mm -hmm. we expand. So I think that's kind of how it's differed, but um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, and so could you walk with me through like what was the first logo or first Both design? The, like first first designs, oh first uh, <laughs> first piece of clothing that was put from pen to paper. We have this sweater because when we first were like trying to think of a name, we like were on a, a business call, if you would call it, just like the three of us like talking. <laughs> and we yeah. were like thinking of our name. And then Hannah like brought up like she's like, well, we should like base our designs around these characters and then she's like kind of like imaginary friends. And then we're like, well, why don't we just call our company that? So our first design and something we thought we were going to work more on was the sweater I'm wearing. It's called the Otis. And it's like looking back at how it was made. It was like so ugly. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Like we, the, had, we had a couple different variations of it. <laughs> yeah, it, like, took so long because everything we made was just, like... And, like, the sweaters we, ori- like, originally planned to, like, print it on, like, it was just, like, not what we thought it was going to be. And, like, we look back at, like, the designs of, like, having, like, our graphic designer, like, change it up and then, like, <laughs> getting it back and it just being, like, s- like so, like, just, like, weird and to, like, see how, like, far it's come from, like, drawing it out to, like, the stages. It just, like, makes us laugh. And, yeah, so it was, like, the Otis and the the mixed greens, mixed which, greens which which yeah, is, like, the first, the first of our mixed collection. Um, mm-hmm. It was, like, that was, like, us at Hannah's house. We were, like, working on it for, like, a couple weeks. And then we were just, like, at her pool and just, like, playing around. And we, like found the like logo for the sweater and we just like fell in love with it and we like changed it up slowly but yeah it was a lot of like trial and error and and like bad drafts (laughs) and like like weird drawings how many drafts of like the otis did you have to go through before it finally came out to being like a dog (laughs) with the boots and the hat and all that well Um, i think i had like we were like, okay, we need ideas. And then I just, like, drew that on, like, an iPad and then was like, what about this? And we are like, yeah, that's cute. Let's go with that. And then we had um, a graphic designer. We said, like, oh, interpret this. Like, make just make this better because I'm not, like, an illustrator. And she really took that liberally. And <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> and um, we had to go. We went to another – my. Uh, friend Paige Stampatori, who's an illustrator. She's in the New York Times now. She's Shut kind out. of a big deal. And um, she kind of, like, it's 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 a lot easier to work with 
people you're close with because you can kind of be more honest with them. So, um, yeah, through Paige, like Paige got our vision really quickly and she um, working with her was really easy. So it only probably took like, I don't know, maybe like four or five variations. But like, really but fast. no hate to the first graphic designer. She was, <laughs> she's really no good and a really good graphic yeah. designer. She's just more of like, um, I think like a realist. Like she wasn't like taking like our like fantasy like imaginary friends vibe. She was more like the stuff she designs is like for older, more mature clothes. That's what she for does. Sure. So yeah, yeah, she's really good and was really easy to work with. But it's just it was just funny because looking at it, we're like, oh my god, we just probably didn't even explain it properly. We were like, yeah, because <laughs> that's I what we do. Like we, one of we our like, yeah. do whatever. I think one of our whole things is that we kind of don't want it to be like super perfect and like like especially like I don't know I feel like growing up is like such a perfectionist like I've kind of just tried to let all that go and just kind of like go with the flow more so I feel like I don't know I feel like we can kind of be more expressive that way rather than going through like a million different mock-ups and like but yeah oh no go ahead Hannah no I I was just (laughs) training on (laughs) um considering there's three of you like how difficult is it you know, at certain times to not like completely go at each other. Oh, and like, you know, <laughs> well, I mean? Olivia like, and Regan are sisters, you, so that's a question for Olivia. Yeah, I was, I was about to, I was about to say that, especially like I, I mean, see some crazy, you know, especially some crazy when it's a shit. Sibling. Yeah, when there's a sibling, <laughs> there's like another dynamic to it for sure. So, um, well, Regan and I are really close. Like, we're all really close, but like for sisters, mm-hmm. like we literally like do everything. Mm-hmm. Um together which is like good but it's like you're also your sister so it's like there's no like boundary yeah there's no like it's like anything that like I could say to Regan I couldn't say to Hannah because we just go like low blows and for the (laughs) most part (laughs) it's like it's like if any like little frustration it's like I'm not gonna like we're not gonna go after Hannah because she's like not blood. I know. So, I'm always like, thank God, <laughs> not really. Yeah, so, like, thank God I'm not one of the so like, well, it's been for the most part like it's pretty good. We're all like on the same page, but like we went through yeah. this like one, this like one <laughs> period of like just like like we were just like at each other's throats. Um, but then it like helps because. Well, when we get, just into, get it all out and you yeah. move on and then we move on and then it, yeah, yeah. And then it like helps us like establish like being like something that was like bothering me. Like I was able to just like in that heat of the moment, like when there's no boundaries, <laughs> just be like, well, you're not doing this. And then it just like, we come back to it and we're like, okay, like sitting down, we're like, you said this. So like, what's the truth behind it? And then it like allows us to work on it and then we all are like on the same page again but for the most part like we're all it does have a way more positive outlook than i thought it would (laughs) because like growing up like my friend group was always really non-confrontational and stuff Mm -hmm. and then so like with olivia and regan just kind of learning to kind of say what you feel in that moment it's been like pretty beneficial and like i feel like both of you, like, when you do say that stuff to each other, you actually kind of, like, think about it and take away, like, a lesson from it. And you're like, yeah. like, Regan, like, if you say, like, 
oh, like you get mad at Regan, you say, you don't do this. Then like the next week she'll be like, okay guys, like I did this today. Like I'm trying. And it's like, we're all yeah. like, everyone kind of like takes the criticism. Yeah. And, like like works we all, with it. yeah, we're really honest with each other. And I think that's like the best, sometimes too honest. And then we get into these like <laughs> blood matches, but, but yeah, it's good. And even yeah, Hannah, like she's not like as, as intense as Regan and I, but she like will still not, she's not afraid to be like, <laughs> like you're an idiot. So yeah, it's good. We're all like honest and open, which is really good with like working with your friends. Did that ever worry you before you guys really got off the ground, Hannah? Did you ever go like, oh shit, like I'm going into business with two sisters? Like I don't, I don't know how this is going to well, go. They're going to team up on me. They're yeah. gonna, they're gonna take each other's side every time. My dad, <laughs> or, or that, yeah. my dad has a business for like the past like ten years, and he started it with a friend, and that ended really badly for the two of them. So when I started it, he was like girl, like, are you sure about this? Like, you, you, I don't know. And I was like, no, dad, it's fine. But like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have such a strong relationship with both Olivia and Regan separately, but also together. So like, it, I, it's never, it's, it's, it's really never Olivia and Regan teaming up against me. It's usually like me and <laughs> Olivia or me and Regan teaming up against the other one. So the equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> It works for me. It works for me. And so we far. have like a rule where it's like a two <laughs> and a three one. thing. So yeah. it's like it kind of. I don't know if it sounds bad, but it's like since there's three of us, and like Democracy. if Regan and I are like trying to like go against each other because like we're being like mean or whatever, it's like good because then it's like say I'm like annoyed at Regan and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. Hannah could just be like, well, I want to do it, and then it's two against. One and then whoever's the last person or the one person, it's like you can't say anything because two people want to do it, it goes. So it's like, it's yeah, like, and know. it also kind of forces you to step out of it like emotionally and just kind of look at it the bigger picture. Yeah, like you, you the, guys are all in business together, so it's like even if you don't agree with something, like you should trust the other two people enough. Yeah, to, yeah, know, like trust their judgment and go all right like majority wins here like i might not like it but i mean they clearly have like they mm-hmm. have somewhat of an idea of where they want to go with this so yeah it, it makes the most sense to just like kind of trust in them and let it go yeah for mm-hmm. sure exactly <laughs> very solid um for the for like the spell out stuff like you know like the mixed greens and and like the berries and stuff um when you guys originally were like, you know, trying to work with fonts and, and stuff like that, like how much of a challenge did you have before you finally went like, okay, like these are the right feet. <laughs> like, all right, this is, you know, like, um, just like that entire, uh, aspect of things. Like, like how, like, did, was that, was that difficult for you guys in terms of figuring out exactly, uh, like, like those little minute mm-hmm. details about the letters? It feels like so long ago now. I can hardly remember. <laughs> it was like almost a year ago. But like, I don't know. Like, it was like, I guess it was kind of hard figuring out like which letters we wanted to have, like which details on and stuff. But like, I don't know. I don't feel like we're super like nitpicky these days. Like, we're kind of just going for more of a, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this. 
Um, I think maybe if Olivia we, can jump in. If we, like, look at something, like, I remember doing that and trying to, like, come up with, like, the feet thing. Like, we kind of had the idea, and we're like, okay, like, we're going to run with this. And then when we, like, we figured it out, we're like, okay, like, this is, like, this is it. And then we, like, fall in love with, like, that. Like, we, like, saw it, and we're like, okay, that's so cool. And then I think it went through, like, we, like, changed it up in, like, small details because we had, like, the overall thing, and then it was, like, moving the things around. Like, we looked at it, we're like, okay, like, we need to balance it. Like, we can't have, like, feet here, and it looks weird if it's, like, on the eye, and then we're like, does it go on both eyes? So we're just, like, playing around with it, like, just, like, tiny things. And then every mixed thing we do, we have, like, I think four or five versions, and it's, like, the colors. We, like, we mm. think about the colors, like, on, like, the grays or on the purple, like, the mm-hmm. the uh, the sand one that Hannah's wearing, the purple <laughs> one. <laughs> um, it's, like, looking at the colors and then figuring out, like, what will go the best, how does, like... It's just, like, when you look at it and it, like, speaks to you. I think it's very, like... I think the that's colors are probably harder to pick than, like, the feet and the hair and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what... I mean, you guys got that down on the first drop, though, you know? Like, with the whole... Um, like, I would imagine that it's, it's more colors than it is, mm-hmm. uh, like, the font at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, um, I feel like we're pretty quick with it. Like, I just send, like, ten screenshots and iMessage and get, like... Like, when I get, like, two hearts on one of them, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on that one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll, like, we'll, yeah, we'll be like, oh, I like this color, but I like this one more. And then we'll just, like, it's just, like, little changes that, like, we take mm-hmm. our time with. But once we, like, have, like, a vibe with it, we, like, all look at it and we're like, yeah, like, that's sick. And then we're just, like, we don't even, we're just like, okay, whatever. We like it. Let's do it. Yeah. I got to ask, mm-hmm. the, the one that you're wearing, Hannah, is mm-hmm. it embroidered? It is. It is embroidered. I can't really tell. All of the mixed collection is embroidered. Yes. Oh, damn. Yes. That that's something I find um, a lot of brands. Um, they start off with screen printing. I mean, yeah. barrier to entry is very starts. low. Mm-hmm. But embroidery is where you can really get some dimension to it, and it starts to look more elevated. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually pretty surprised because that looks like yeah. a pretty thick stitch count. <laughs> Which yeah, is not yeah. cheap. I gotta be honest. Once you once you get away from screen printing, it goes away from like Redbubble brand yeah. into real brand. Yeah. Well, since we're like <clears throat> using like ethical materials and whatnot for the actual sweater, and it makes them more expensive, like we wanted to do something that actually made the pieces feel more high quality, and like so you wouldn't get it in the mail and be like, I just spent this much on this, like. We wanted it to feel like substantial, um, but yeah, we're like experimenting with new embroidery places now. So yeah, and it like we'll see where that goes. We're seeing, yeah, it's like at first we were like, hey, like embroidery is just embroidery, and then we like we've just been trying to like expand our collections, and we kind of like you can do like really cool stuff with it. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, we were like we're looking is there, at like different- an applique, like a twill applique or like a felt applique. Um, this one was just uh the like the more experimental stuff that you guys are starting to dabble yeah yeah i want to do the 12 stuff yeah with the place we were um talking to today they do really like creative stuff so that's really exciting because the place that we do all our stuff with now is pretty like i don't know yeah it's It's like like, a mom and pop shop like very just like like yeah but 
Yeah, but the place we were talking to today, he was really, like, excited about, like, kind of being more experimental with it and stuff. So new thing is coming. Yeah. Uh, Really quickly before we we, we jump to the next topic, I do have to point out, and those that are listening, it's just audio only, but on this Mm. video call, Hannah's got some killer nails. I've, I, it's, it's like matching the garments and I'm, I'm finding like that brand consistency, even through the yes. clothing and then through the nails, I which love is my like nails. pretty, pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. I'm not that well coordinated. Yes. Definitely not. Just well, a I didn't plan this, but I feel like I just always kind of. Are you sure? Of, Are you just saying that? Um, I don't know. I did get, I, I don't know. These are actually holding up pretty well. I got these done like a week and a half ago, but. I always just kind of get crazy nails. And that's why we wanted to do kind of more colorful stuff because mm. that's kind of, you know, the vibe we go yeah. for generally. Ed, I, you know, I would, I would say that you're pretty coordinated, man. Like you, you, <laughs> you match, you match the shelves at no frills pretty well when you're, when you're taking <laughs> your true. foot picks Facts. and stuff. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys have seen Ed's fit picks, but he takes fit picks at no frills and yeah, um, yeah he killing it. I'm him. trying to get the free groceries. That, we're still we free of asking no frills. We're still, we're still begging. I want no, no frills to be the first ad on I, this I, podcast. I love how I love how me going. We're still begging no frills was me going like that. Like apparently, like no frills is God or something like that. Please, no frills. Please. I I pray to no frills every single night. Same. Yeah, yeah no, that's I, where uh, I go to. That's where I go do my uh, every Thursday morning supreme drops. I go to No Frills, <laughs> and you get my holler bag. There's a better connection over holler. there. <laughs> get all the cashiers in the line. All right, guys, listen <laughs> up. We're all. It's eleven. <laughs> Press buy. <laughs> Try to come back tote. Um, in terms of like your target market, like I know you guys were definitely talking about how. Uh, you wanted to make something that was streetwear, but definitely a little bit more accessible um, or mm-hmm. oriented towards like a female um, audience. Um, but what I have noticed is that, you know, it's very like a lot of the stuff that you guys drop is very like androgynous. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like you like it's stuff that, you know, like I would wear like basically any day of the week. Like I like I don't really like see it as being like a female oriented uh, brand in terms of like you know reaching out to um like people on social media that like might have like a bigger following and you know what i mean like sending them product and stuff how much is of that has has been you know um focused on uh sending to like more like female influencers as opposed to male influencers or or have you noticed like you you had like a, a solid mix of both Um, let me backtrack when I said we're a female, like I meant female perspective, um, opposed to like, we only want female wearing it. Cause like when we were like, um, when we were like coming up with it, we're like, we want to see like men wearing it. We want to see females wearing it, but we want to have like a place, like a lot of these like stores that are like street where it's like. I go into it and I'm a, I'm a girl and I really am like, say, like, I don't know that much. And then I, you just feel uncomfortable. You feel like a loser. No, I get it for sure. Yeah. No, I like, totally get it. It's like, say I go I feel like a loser when I walk into those stores too. Yeah. <laughs> still a loser. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I like, get it. It's, we were it's... just, we just weren't like, we didn't wanted to have like a company where like anyone could feel comfortable and mm-hmm. not like, yeah, not just like walk in and be like, oh, I feel like intimidated. 
So it's just like a female yeah. perspective. But yeah, for terms of like sending stuff out, I, I'd say it's pretty equal. It's honestly like whoever answers. <laughs> whoever <laughs> like whoever responds to our like pity DMs. But Yeah. I feel like it's kind <laughs> it's of like just lying. like Yeah. I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like when we make stuff we don't necessarily have like a target like mm-hmm. in mind. We kind of it's kind of just like, okay, we like this, and let's see who else likes it. You and put it out for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you make it for you yeah. first. Yeah, and I feel like we, like, more uh, female-identifying people interact with us more, just because I think that's kind of how, I don't know, that's just kind of how society works. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Ideally, we'd like it to be for everyone, and we want to have more, like, skirts and dresses and stuff in the future, which doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it's only for women, but... For sure. You know, um, yeah, we want kind of... We want to just create a place, a brand, where everyone can feel comfortable walking into a store and not feel like they're out of place, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. No, I I think that's a really good point because at the end of the day, like, I I totally feel like streetwear um, definitely is like a, a very male dominated segment mm. of of fashion. Like, I mean, like, if if I was you know um, a woman walking into like you know a lot of these uh, boutiques that, that are in Toronto that, that carry a lot of streetwear. Like I would definitely feel like a little bit out of place as well. So it's great that you guys are trying to like, you know, foster this sense of, you know, this is for everybody sort of community. Um, instead Mm -hmm. of just like kind of trying to like aim it in one direction and, you know, going for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I do have to ask and I'll ask Olivia and then maybe Hannah can chime in after (laughs) is be really honest. This is the podcast to do it. (laughs) What's wrong with streetwear? Oh, hell yeah. Um, What's wrong with streetwear? I want to know. Dig in. Yeah, please. Okay. You can swear, you can cut. I don't care. So, (laughs) knowing what I know now, I would say it's all, like, the same. In the sense of, like, like, you think, like, a brand's, like, so cool and, like, so awesome. But, like, a lot of them, like, they print on, like, the same thing. It's, like it's just a different design and like a lot of the designs are just like repeats like i don't know it's like hard to word it with not like being like oh yeah like (laughs) just go into it and like if it's a big name just name it and like start dropping no way (laughs) and just like knowing like like knowing like stuff like starting this you get to know like oh manufacturers or different companies that other brands work with and you just figure out like it's just all like a show it's like everyone just puts on like a front and like some brands are lucky and they get like they they just like take off if that makes sense and then they like have this like little like club of like oh we're so cool or so awesome but then it's like <laughs> well well you say that but like well then what's different with us because we're doing the exact same material even better sometimes most of the time better because a lot of people just like <laughs> gild in um and then 
and then we're like, well, we're also like talking to your your buddies, your printers and stuff. We have yeah. It's just like it's all like a luck game because it's just like you know it's all like everyone has the same thing. Well, not everyone, but like I could compare us to like some brands, and we're like, well, we have like if not better, like the same kind of like quality. Those yeah, and the same resources you do. It's just you got lucky. And you have, like, quadruple the amount of followers we have. And people will buy your you buy your ideas, buy your your stuff just because of your name. It's not like you're, like, creating better pieces than us design-wise. Um, because it's, like, very, like, subjective. Um, but, yeah. I'd say it's that. Every, it's just, like, all, like, knowing what we know now, every, everything just seems, like, so, like, it's, like, the luck of the draw. Yeah, I would say, like, my problem is just, like, exclusivity. Like, I know it's, like, the whole, like, hype of it and everything, but, and I know, like, our stuff is sold out a lot, but we just don't have the power and resources to keep everything, like, stocked up. But, like, I just find, like, the stuff that I really want to buy and wear, like, I can't, like, afford or I can't find anywhere and, like, that is just so frustrating to me. And then, like, um, like there's this website for, like, more, like, women's wear stuff. And they, like, stock a bunch of indie brands called Lisa Says Ga. And everything on there is, like, 500 sure, bucks plus. It's, like, so expensive. But then they have House of Sunny, which is, like, a pretty big brand now. Like, Kendall Jenner wears them. But, like, their stuff is, like... It's still expensive, but, like, it's attainable, and it's not, like... And they have, like, really cute stuff and really, like, cool different stuff that, I don't know, like, looks high quality and they use good materials and stuff. And it's, like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of more how it should be, especially, like, as, like, a uh, as an area that targets young people and then wants them to drop all their money on all this stuff and then no one can afford it. And like, it's just like frustrating to me. So I don't know, like I kind of, I really respect brands that can kind of create that vision and that community of people who are into the same kind of fashion and stuff. That's not like you have to spend an arm and a leg or like wait in line overnight. Like I'm not, I'm not here for that, but you guys are sneakerheads, so I know you. <laughs> I, I never have once said I was. You know, Mikey I'm, would give up. Mikey yeah. has come on the record and said he would give up everything to go wait in line. Yeah, I would. Yo, that's the truth. Yeah, that's Enthusiast. not me. That's I, not me. I, I said it. I said it on the pod. I said it on the pod two weeks ago. Check the car facts. At the end of the day. I would give it all up. <laughs> Every like I would give it all up just so that we could go back to first come first serve. Oh sneakers. gosh, no. I would I swear <laughs> to god. No, like you you guys don't understand. Like you're saying, "Oh gosh, no," but you don't know what it was like. Like it was It's just like Disney World, man. It honestly is. Well, what do you like, think, Olivia, from a retail world. from a retail perspective? I was the one working the first come first serve <laughs> and it's on yeah it's like the worst it was like my nightmare like you go in early oh, and you just like get like attacked rated. by these yeah these i would men. hate working it i would hate working and it's it. all it's literally all men <laughs> or they bring like they're like 
girlfriend, whatever, to like get yeah. another pair, and they're like they're standing behind them, being like, nah. and you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, and you know, like you know the people that are like the little like resellers and stuff, and like it's the same people, and they they just make it worse because then they're I know, just, fuck like, those guys. They're even they're even more mean. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> oh, if, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are, but. <laughs> no, 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 we hate those guys. No, you don't see Mikey's like, stories? Like yeah. <laughs> when you sold sneakers, no, Mikey. Don't fuck with those guys, man. What do you know? Those, those Mikey are all personal pairs. To... Have you been sold sneakers? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wealthy moment. We need the, we need the wealthy. <laughs> well, then I don't like you anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't Mikey, I don't Mikey only buys extension cables, bro. Yeah, I only buy extension cables. I only buy extension cables. <laughs> Olivia, what, what's, Don't like, one of the sleep. worst stories from, like, a first-come, first-served that you can share with us? Your, or, or um, also, your worst retail story, the worst person you've ever helped. Um... I don't know if it's like I can a single person because there's all, there's like so many bad people. But I a lot of the time, um, the one thing there's I get, so <laughs> I've worked on Queen Street for like four or five years, and I, it's like every store I work at, so two, um, people customers like to just like use my body and it's as a template, and they'll be like, "You remind me of my little." 17 year old son and they just <laughs> <laughs> it like has happened so many times and any time yo the disrespect I could be oh like having God. like a respect on Olivia's name can we all just put some respect on Olivia's yeah. name yeah <laughs> I'll just be like helping a customer it could be like the nicest customer and as soon as they say that they're in like I hate you because they'll be like they'll be like what size would you be? And I'd give them my size. And sometimes people are so rude. They'd be like, be like, oh, I'm this size. Be like, well, you don't look that size. Because I wear, like, really baggy. Because I wear really baggy clothes. And I'm like, okay, one, rude. And then it's either that <laughs> or it's you literally, ha- if I wore something more form-fitting, it's you have the body of my son. Um, what size would you wear? Like, would this fit you? Um, because I'm just like... <laughs> Aboard, so. Ah, shoot! I didn't. Br- I didn't bring my son, and he's yeah. Do you do you mind if we go to the park across the street and you try and dunk? For yeah. Me? <laughs> that literally just okay, like lay up real quick. Yeah, they're like you're my son now. You have like, yeah, and I'm just like, who says that to that someone? Weird. It that is weird, weird because I'm just like standing there and I'm just like awkwardly like, okay, thank you, like, thanks. Yeah, but that's like You're the worst. <laughs> that would be like the worst customer experience. I can't think of like, I I actually have like specific. I can remember the customers' faces actually that say it. But wow, <laughs> you never forget. You, you see, yeah, I never. You see forget. them walk in. You're like, nah, I'm not helping you. I yeah, don't know you. Yeah, like you called me a boy body. <laughs> not like there's anything wrong with that. I just don't want to hear it. Yeah. From a random person that's like obviously like inspecting my body. Oh my <laughs> god! Such an that's analytical so way. Yeah, that's so funny. And it's all like it, it's like bad too because it's like old men saying it. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's like creepy. <laughs> so that, that's fucked. Yeah. Damn, I'm super sorry that you have to go there. I wouldn't like first come first serve. That shit happened to me either. God yeah. damn. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, it's like you know what these Yeezys are coming out. What size you? You're probably the same size feet as my son. Yeah. What size would you wear? It looks like you. Um, sorry, what's your name? Uh, it's Olivia. Uh, Olivia, it looks like you have the Sasquatch feet. Of my son. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Yeah, honestly, they would probably say that too. They'd be like, "Try these shoes on," and then 
also trying to like yeah you're very near dead stock the nds yeah customers are ruthless they don't care <laughs> damn damn jeez <laughs> yeah, all right. F- fuck first come first serve. Let's just buy everything online for, forever. First come first serve. The only thing about like it, um shoe drops would be people just like throw down cash at me, and I'm like dyslexic. So when I like have like all these people waiting, and then someone just like throws like three hundred dollars of like single like little bills at me, and then I'm like counting them and a then it's little like, bills like one yeah. dollar bills like like little bills yeah, like, like the like, white lady jiff who's like doing the math <laughs> yeah and it's like when it should be a rap name a when bill. you have like 20s <laughs> like you know how many 20s are in 100 and then but like when it's like <laughs> in the <laughs> no but then when it's like it's I'm like you have a well. line of people and like your managers behind you being like hurry up hurry up and you're like oh my god like i have to count it like six times and then it's like that's like the worst part of it because i'm like scared i'm gonna like give someone a pair of shoes for free um mm. i like just being like oh take your money back but yeah that's like the worst part of that just like actually doing my job <laughs> next, <laughs> next time i go to a first come first serve drop Oh, I'm paying man. fives. I'm paying a fives. Yeah. <laughs> I will walk out. I will just be like, I I don't get paid enough Peace. for this. Yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, that's it. It's a big old stack of fives. <laughs> it rolls of quarters. It's going to be in a rubber band, and I'm going to take a picture at the counter, and it's going to be me with the one pair of shoes, just like with a big stack of fives to my, to my ear like a phone. Yeah. You know what, man? It's going to be fives and like tens all mixed up. So it's not oh, shit. I would hate yeah. you. Yeah, that's evil. That's evil. <laughs> oh, damn. You are not nice. Hey, I'm going to pay for, them. I'm gonna pay for $185 of this shoe in fives, and then I'm going to pay the rest <laughs> on three different credit cards. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like a pain. That's evil. You guys take Nike gift cards? <laughs> oh, my God. Or just take your VP, you know, I mean, just take your mom's uh, credit card. Who just so oh happens my to be um, Nike's uh, VP of oh, America. Man. Can we get into that? Yes. Yeah, I think I think we need to talk. Mikey, about do that you want to share the story? Yeah, share I the saw story, your Mikey. story. So basically, uh, there's this VP. Well, she was the VP. Former, former VP at uh, Nike. North America. And yeah, she was the VP of North America. I think she was the general manager. I think it was like logistics though, right? Like it was like she was like a VP of logistics. It, the, no, full, she's managing just like Nike in she's general. She's managing North America. Well, she's VP Jesus. of North America. Okay. Well, anyways, um, basically her son uh, wanted to be one of those disgusting scumbag <laughs> sellers, kids. Scumbag. And, disgusting. Yeah, terrible people. Um, and yeah, basically, I don't know why the fuck she would risk her career for her son's resale business, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, apparently she was really helping him loop fucking (laughs) shoes because this kid would just like take insane pictures, insane pictures. Um, Allegedly loop. You know what I mean? Allegedly. Pretty big fucking loop in my opinion. I saw the photos, man. Like if I was getting, if I was getting that many pairs, like, I just don't understand. Like, yo, look, I'll never understand those resellers that like clip their own loot by doing shit like that. Like, why would you take a picture of all your shoes at once? All right. So, like, let's paint the picture. Yeah. So we get we get this VP general manager of Nike 
North America, which is like <laughs> essentially their largest market. Career of 25 years with Nike. And it comes out that her son's been using her credit card for shoes. You know, not outrageous out of a statement if you just say that in a vacuum. Um, and, like, it doesn't really matter if she's in Nike, if he's buying, like, what? Say 10 pairs of shoes. Whatever. It's not a big deal. It turns out that one of these credit card bills turned up to be $100,000. That's not, that's not 10 pairs of shoes, you know what I mean? Um, now, maybe he has the funds? Whatever. It came out that, and we, you can't confirm that allegedly, like, maybe he got information from his mom, or, like, maybe he got insider tips or whatever like that. It came out that he got, allegedly again, 12 pairs of Nike mags from a storage room that he found. But you're not finding mags anywhere without insider information. Let's no. go. Like, come on. Nike no, Air mags go for like $15,000 plus per pair. Um, I don't know if you guys, have you guys ever seen Back to the Future? Mm-hmm. No. Those like self-lacing <laughs> shoes. So you know the self-lacing oh, yeah, yeah. shoes from, yeah. yeah, so basically those shoes um originally he allegedly found 12 of them yeah in a storage room. Hmm. you know Look, what i mean man, i've never stumbled across a pair <laughs> of nike air mags is, is all i'm I, gonna say i think there's another point too is that transactions wasn't just like a personal credit card but allegedly there were some transactions that were on the corporate credit oh card. oh my god <laughs> corporate <laughs> credit card so that's what the the son was allegedly purchasing Yo. <laughs> Look, man, sneakers is a hard loop. It's a hard fucking loop. If you're not getting that kid is not getting that many pairs without his mom helping him out. <laughs> like simple and plain, that shit is hard. Bro, a hundred k in sneakers in a month. If that's just uh, I mean, that's insane. That number one. They're, they're such a great plug. <laughs> do you, do you think he buys two, Jordan 1 mids? My thing is like the balls. The balls on her son to be using the corporate credit card and to be like running a resale operation. It's crazy. It's like he could have gotten oh. away with it though. Like he could have done it. He really could have. He could have done it. Like he could have gotten away with it, but it's just, it's the, it's the fucking arrogance of these, of these resellers. It's that they're like, they're willing to clip their own loop by taking a picture in front of like a thousand shoes at once, <laughs> like isn't that what fucked it up for Marcus Jordan too? Like you know what I mean? Like if if there weren't such arrogant ass resellers like standing in front of all those trophy rooms, do you think we would have found out how many pairs got backdoored? No, we no. wouldn't have. No, no. Everybody would have been like, oh fuck, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. resellers, resellers, resellers. But like nobody would have actually known. So going to that Nike story about the the ex the XVP, uh, Hannah, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know like the laws around reselling. Um, no laws. No like laws. I don't know. Laws. Like I don't. Legal. I wouldn't blame the kid. Like it's obviously his mom's fault. Like you're letting your kid do all that, like you're you're the one like giving him the chance to do it, like. But at the same time, like moms will do anything their kids want these days, like you know Olivia Jade. But you gotta like, I don't know. It's like how old is this kid? Nineteen. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I just have like. 
I have like bad history with buying expensive things from resellers, so I don't. I don't. I, I'm biased. Do you, so. you want to delve into that? Do you want to let us know what your bad resell experience? <laughs> yeah, was? What was the, do. What was the bad experience? It was, was really experience? traumatic. It was really traumatic. Did you try to buy a pair of trophy uh, rooms. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, me too. <laughs> I tried to buy. <laughs> I went and bought a um, Jean-Paul Gaultier dress off of heroin. And the woman that I was buying it from um, never sent it and ghosted me. And then I kept messaging her being like, and then I found her on Instagram. I emailed her. I found her boyfriend. I messaged him. None of them would answer me. And then, so I posted on my story being like, hey guys, like don't buy from this person. Like they're scamming. And then she was like DMing me, freaking the fuck out, being like, how dare you? You're racist. Like, I, like, and then she was like, I gave it to my friend and they lost it. Like, I gave it to my friend to, she's like, I gave it to my friend to take to the post office and they lost it. So just give up. And I'm like, well, then give me my money back. And she's like, well, no, because I lost the dress, too, because I gave it to my friend. So I, I, I lose, too. I'm like, but you're the seller. Like, no, that's not my problem. I mean, got the money. That's I mean, like. She, she does have a point. No, I'm <laughs> that's like if, if Mikey bought a sweater and then he came to pick it up and I was like, sorry, Mikey, like, I lost it. But I'll take your money. Bye. You'd be like, what? And then she well, just like, Honestly, like. And she went I off on me that. and she was like calling me ugly, calling my boyfriend ugly. Like Damn. she like went crazy and it, it was just like, and she was like just messaging me and I had to block her cause she wouldn't stop messaging me. And I'm like, you're you your money back? eventually through PayPal. Okay, I had okay, to good. like, good. but PayPal wouldn't Dude, give me my pace. money. They wouldn't give me my money back at first. And then like, I had That's... to go through like my credit card and do it. But like, it was just like, like she was attacking me and I'm like, what did I do? You're the one that stole yeah, my money. Shit. <laughs> you just didn't you just took my money and didn't give me my package like why is this my fault <laughs> and she was like so mad at me and i'm like what did i do I would it was hope crazy that not every reseller is this fucking stupid <laughs> yeah it was awesome. i got the her blocked I, I got her blocked on heroin so smarter than good this. good i mean heroin is just grilled yeah right? yeah oh my god yeah. you know, grilled one time Actually, multiple times, I've posted photos of like things I was trying to sell. Yeah, and they're like they're like good photos, not just like dark <laughs> flash and like disgusting photos, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "No, your photos need better pictures." I'm like, "Okay," so I get better lighting. For this jacket I was trying to sell for a month, it went back and forth. At the end of it, they're like, "No, your your product is fake, so it's not. It's more about posting." I'm like, "Why?" Huh. But Darius, yeah. yeah, what's what, the uh, qualifications for? I know, right? What? Like, for, how how are they gonna know mm. if it was or were not fake, which it isn't? And they're like, oh, you know, our experts reviewed it. Come on, man, Darius. On. But was it was it really a jacket or was it an Audemars Piguet pop socket? Oh, that's socket. still on the seat. Have you not sold that shit yet? Wow. No, but I'm keeping that. See, what yeah, happened bro. is that jacket got taken down. Because it's a jacket. 
but they let me keep on a pop socket on the website for seventy dollars, <laughs> U.S. dollars. Is it, is it actually? Is it like a legitimate AP pop socket? Yes. Like it's not just like like it's not like one of those things no, no, that no. you find at Pacific Mall where it's like an LV. No, pop no, no I got it. <laughs> I got it with the watch with uh, a bunch of goodies. Just because it's, it's an AP Asian. pop socket. Yo, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. If I bought a watch for like five digits or six digits. And then they were like, here's a pop socket. I'd be like, I don't want this fucking watch anymore. <laughs> Olivia, how, how, how do you feel about resellers? Um, first come, first serves are no good. Those <laughs> guys, no good. What if people started flipping uh, imaginary friends? Yeah. What if, what if you guys um, get to that point one day? How would you feel? Yeah. I feel like you guys like... get to sell out everything. <laughs> But it goes into reseller's hands. I'm my per but the the person that I work with at my the store I worked for um, was very like I hate resellers and I really like him and respect him and he's like really big in the sneaker community. So like him and this other guy Joe and Mike, they just like hated them. And I'm just like a little like parrot. So I'm like, oh, like I hate them. Like they're just like trash. They're like the worst people ever. Like I don't even know why. But like since like these two guys, I like love shoes. Like said it, I'm like, they're trash. So if anyone was trying to, if, but then I'm like, if anyone was trying to um, resell imaginary friends, be like, okay, I guess we made it. Because it's like, (laughs) I'm like, okay, like you could resell. Our stuff because I guess okay, it means like I know. No, I would be annoyed. <laughs> Liv, you're like yo. No, that I was would... a ba- that was a bad take because when you guys get big in like five years, there are gonna be yeah. so many pissed off fucking people. That well, no, because it, obviously oh, sure. I don't I don't like I don't like f with it or like I don't want it. But I'm like okay, like if we're like there if there's that much of a market and demand for us, yeah, that, no, I get it. Then I'm like okay, like. It means like we've made it somewhere, but I'm not gonna be like resell our stuff. But then I'm gonna be like, um, it'll cool. be cool for like five seconds, and then it'll be annoying. It'll be unless annoying. they're doing it in a way because we're really into like ethical and sustainable <laughs> stuff. So it's like if you're if you're just like um, not like ups, upselling the price and everything, and you just want to like give it to, <laughs> like a, like if you're using like Depop or something, and you're like okay like. You're trying to just like a lot of, a lot. Of, <laughs> like he's just losing it. No, like it poems to just like letting. I don't like, think you realize how unrealistic of an expectation that is. Like, no, like say it, like it is a noble expectation. Though. But that's like what I mean. Like say like someone like spills on their like sweater and they're like a stain and then they're like I don't want this anymore. Poems them. Yeah, but if it they out. buy it just to resell that's, it yeah. for more. Oh, that's then nice. no, I don't. I don't like that. But like if they're reselling <laughs> it. Fuck those guys. <laughs> they spill, if they I if agree. they're selling because they spilled soup on it and they're yeah, like if, trying to get rid spilled, of it. <laughs> Spilled something on it, you don't want to like if you don't want to throw it out and contribute to like so much like waste from like clothing, um, then do that. Like, I, I respect that, but if you're buying it to like sell it for more, like, no way, like, then then we'll just sell then we'll just sell it for more. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not gonna to feed to your like pockets, savage, savage beast for that sort of a thing. Um, so, so if you get to that point where people are reselling, you're selling out like a hundred percent of your your product every time you make something and sell it out. Would you make the decision to either a increase the prices or b just make more and dilute the brand? Um, I don't think we would increase our. Per- mm. Because because you, you can. <laughs> Clearly you could. Um if you're at that point. 
I don't think we would want to re-increase the prices because they're already at like it's such like a like a a sweet spot price, and like if we increase it, we become I think m- more like not as inclusive. inclusive. Like like we're already like pretty like pricey and if we went higher it's kind of just like anyone who does like support us now it like might not be like possible and then we're losing like our people our loyal customers yeah um i think if anything what we were doing was we did a pre-order for um the mix collections so maybe just like do stuff like that like because we do have low quantities so keep it like and exclusive. we don't want to like overproduce yeah, so maybe um, do, like, we could produce more, like, more made-to-orders, um, but still keeping, like, the quantities low and just doing, like, different collections. So it's, like, we have still stuff, but it's, like, not the same piece, um, and we keep our prices, like, the same. I, I think I that think that, Yeah, I think that that's the best way for you guys to do things. Like, um, especially, you know, like, I know, like, you guys have obviously been able to sell out or, like, sell through, like, a, a fair amount of your stuff. So, like, having that pre-order for one, it obviously, like, lessens the risks on your end. Um, but also, mm-hmm. it makes sure that, like, everybody can get the product in their hands at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And, like, it, it really does curb a lot of that, you know, um, possibility of resell, uh, whether it be now or in the future or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, like, hate, I <laughs> get so mad when I really want something and I can't get it. <laughs> me too and me, like so me three and like i don't want I people to feel that with imaginary friends like i want them to be able to get what they want trust me Man, yeah. those trophy rooms are looking real imaginary to me <laughs> <laughs> no trust me yeah. i get it like i like that shit sucks like not being able to touch something that you really want to touch like is fucking awful like trust me i went eight years without copying a sneaker for retail so I mean, like, that shit, was, that shit was hard on me. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, to the mm. point where I stopped giving a fuck about sneakers because of stuff like that. So, like, I, I get it. Like, I totally get the idea of not, like, touching. But at the same time, like, what I have realized yeah. is that if people want your brand that bad. Oh, wait. Um, they're they're going to find a way. Like yeah. they will find a way. So it's like no matter what you do, they they will find a way. Like are like, do you guys? What do you think would be harder to deal with? Um, kind of like the notoriety and the fame that comes with that, in terms of like just like individually, um, or or uh, trying to make sure that you're getting the product into everybody into the right people's hands. Well, I don't know. It's like, like I still like the. There's still something special about that, like exclusive aspect about it. Like when you are one of those like few people that get something, and we don't want like it's it's so it's so hard to say like right now when we're like small and we don't want to. We don't want to overproduce and make waste and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, like, we would rather have a have more no- notoriety and a bigger audience now than 
ha- be able to like have everybody have it. But like, I feel like with our price range and everything, it's it's already kind of doing that. It's like like we want to be exclusive, inclusive, but with have the with the quality with the quality and the production of the pieces, it's like. Yeah. There's still gonna be some of that exclusivity sure. there, but yeah, like it's it's for everyone, but it's not for everyone. You know, like it's <laughs> like at the end of the day, like that 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 is kind of what you guys are going for, right? Like, yeah, which is like so. totally reasonable. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, that's that's nothing to like scoff at or anything like that. Yeah, like, it, it makes sense. Like, it makes total sense. Like, I it, it makes a lot more sense for you guys to be priced a little bit higher than you know, um, some other brands, but also like have the quality there and mm-hmm. then not be printing on. Fucking Gildan, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Also, yeah, I exactly. feel really bad for Gildan now, now that I realize how <laughs> much like people shit bring on. up Gildan. Like how much hate they get on. I mean, like don't get me wrong. Like I'm sure those those Gildan checks hit like super different. Mm. But like, you know, just imagine being like one of like the VPs or like a like a president at at Gildan, like. You must like wipe your eyes with like dollar bills. Like, you know? I know. <laughs> it's, well, Gildan, you, cr- you cry the entire way to the bank. Gildan yeah. has bought out a lot of uh, brands as well, right? Yeah, I know. So they just kind of go off of that. I mean, they bought American Apparel a few years back. And I mean... if I was a VP at Gildan <laughs> really? and I was hit, getting hit with those checks, I would just drive myself to the bank in my Lambo with the Gildan license plate. <laughs> to I'd be down for that. Is nah, it fair right, to say like, for for the brand is the cloth the clothing is for everyone? Don't get me wrong, but the actual mm-hmm. brand and the aesthetic is more targeted, right? Because clothing mm-hmm. you're trying to make accessible, but you know maybe not everyone might vibe with it. But you're targeting that person that when they see it and they they love it and it looks dope that they're gonna cop. For yeah, sure, right? we've definitely been trying to more streamline our aesthetics more, and yeah, like we've had people who just are not feeling it and that's totally fine like I think it's better to have a super specific vision than to Mm -hmm. sell to everyone and I feel like that's kind of definitely something we've been working towards more now so yeah yeah like I think there's like when you think about fashion there's people that will spend $300 on 20 things from like fast fashion things like you know like Mm -hmm. you could get like I I don't know much about this company, but Shein, um, it's like really like popular on like TikTok. People are like, and they'll spend like three hundred dollars and get like I don't know, like fifty things. So there's people like that. Yeah, there's people like that. There's people that will be like, I'll spend three hundred dollars on a hoodie. So it's like you can't have both. You know, you Mm -hmm. can't have the person that wants. Like, they have the same price, but people will spend their money on what they seem is more fitting for them. So, obviously, like, we're going for people that ha- want to, like, buy, like, a sweater that's not going to la- that's going to last longer than a couple wears. Because a lot of times people buy, like, $300 worth of clothes. And how many times can you wear, like, something that's made out of, like, this, like, dainty fabric? So, we're that's making... Paper. Yeah, like you, it just, sorry? <laughs> you don't, I mean, like, you don't, you don't like it when you buy a t-shirt and then, like, you know, you you just, like, brush up on your shoulder and then there's, like, a, there's, like, a surface wound, but you don't. You don't <laughs> yeah, like, no, you don't when your clothes just, like, disintegrate <laughs> on your oh, body, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're, 
I think our prices are justified when you look at, like, you get the sweater. And we've had so many people just, like, say, like, the quality. And, like, you guys know. The quality is just, like, <laughs> unmatched. Like, and then people get it and they just, like, see it and they realize it. And it's a sweater that you, you're you paying more up front. But it's going to last. It's going to last for, like, for longer. And you're going to have this piece if you take care of it when you wash it in cold water and don't <laughs> don't dry dryer it yeah it's gonna last you and it's like yeah. people just have to realize like if you want something that lasts you got to pay for it <laughs> I, yeah I, I look at the website and I, I think what you guys are offering right in terms of the product and everything <laughs> it's a fair price the only difference is we've gone so accustomed and Darius and I have talked about this early, really early on the podcast is that we're so accustomed to seeing like $20 hoodies, $20 oh, yeah. crew necks, $10 t-shirts that there needs to be a shift in the consumer to understand, okay, if you want that, it's fine. Cause it's going to be out there, yeah. but someone's paying the price and mm-hmm. you don't know who, what they look like or who they are. Whereas when you're kind of investing in something more, more premium, it's like, okay, if this was made in, let's say in Canada, right? You know that, you know, what the minimum wage is, you know, what people get paid hourly. And then it goes to you guys, the time to spend on, you know, the graphic designers, the time to spend on development, time to spend on like your, your time is very valuable too. Right. Yeah. And so it all kind of works out. Like when I see your price, I think it's more than fair. If anything, from my knowledge, I'll be honest, I think <laughs> you can push it a little more. Mm-hmm. I, I do think so. But, you know, you know, these are just going to, you know, kind of increase and and you'll kind of get there. And when you get to volume, guys, if you're listening to this, people can can sell sweatshirts for like 50, 50 dollars because they're producing at like tens of thousands of that one skew. And the manufacturer is probably making one or two dollars from that. And then, mm. you know, that's pretty slim offshore, right? But that's the only difference because when you're making domestically, they're more small batch. It's just like beer. It's just like cannabis. Local, small batch, that's the way to go. If you want volume or, like, price-driven, go offshore. That's yeah. just Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, Thanks. what we really, we really want to do. Like, just, like, we all, like, well, no. Coming from, like, a retail background and, like, working in places that sell, like, really, like, fast clothing like I just see how like bad it is like it just like doesn't last and just like all the waste that comes in it like when you get all the garments you take them out of plastic they come in boxes and these companies don't recycle and us like being all like little smart geniuses that <laughs> care care about the planet we're like we're like yeah like let's let's just keep it local let's Especially when COVID was happening and everyone was losing their jobs. We're like, why not support businesses that need it most in our communities? So going to like mom and pop shops for like embroidery or um, fat or manufacturers that are like based in Toronto and produce like 100% cotton garments that like have a pact for like ethical, sustainable production is what we like really focused on. Even like our little tags. We use like the what I think it's like one of the only companies in I don't know if it's just Ontario or Canada that actually produces their like clothing so tags um, locally opposed to like shipping them off and then getting them back, which was cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah no, I, um, <laughs> I definitely hear you on the shipping and like and packing aspect of things. Um, like I took 
in my program, I took logistics uh, last semester, and I'm not even gonna lie, I kind of hated it. Like I, I don't want MID to... numbers, Dude, bill of lading. Fuck, fuck logistics, man. Huh? Like that shit is so boring. Like I literally, like man, I can't even imagine just like that being my life every day. Is like me having to like, like. Don't get me wrong, I ship a lot of shit out, but I, but like it's also like me shipping shit out. I mean, like I would hate to like never touch product and only focus on like okay like how are we gonna get this here and there like how like you know like just all that shit like i i have no mm-hmm. interest in it okay, um, I, I i will say this though for those listening that want to get into fashion logistics fulfillment so important oh it's extremely important hold on is where the money is what oh for sure oh, yeah no it's, it's where the money is yeah i would agree it's extremely important but it's boring as fuck like i <laughs> like it's it's as simple as that. It's extremely important. It is by far one of the biggest issues that we have um, in the fashion industry, a hundred percent, because of the way that we uh, like want to be more sustainable. It's like the transport, uh, the packaging, like all that shit is very very difficult to make sustainable because of the fact that like you can't get something from one side of the world to the other without you know burning some sort of fossil fuel. Um, or polluting an ocean or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, just like we need to definitely figure out something more sustainable. Like I get a lot of packages in every week and like the amount of cardboard that I have in my house, like, holy shit. Like I, I wish I could like build a house out of it. Or <laughs> like I, like maybe I'll just start crafts? building yeah, like I'll just start building <laughs> homes homes for kittens or something cuz like I, <laughs> yeah. I I don't think you understand. Like my life revolves around cardboard and <laughs> like we I swear what a, to god. What a phrase. I know. I'll actually Make that I'll your Insta bio. My life revolves my, around cardboard. I'm I'm, I'm legitimately going to do it right now. I'm not <laughs> on cardboard. But no, like le, like legit like I I I just have so many like cardboard boxes and stuff in my house and like I don't want to throw them out because it's just fucking wasteful. But at the same time, like at a certain point, I need to dispose of some of this cardboard. Mm-hmm. Um, like I try and reuse like as much as I can, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a nightmare. Like and and even like again like the plastic wrap, like all this shit. Like there's or um like the air, like the sealed air. Oh shit yeah, that they like wrap it uh, in like yeah. not bubble wrap, but like the sealed air stuff. Like the amount of sealed air packets I have at my house is like disgusting. Mm. Like the, it's just overflowing out of Those boxes. Are the best ones though. Yeah, they're fun I, as fuck to pop. Like they're so much fun to pop. But I ordered besides or, that, yeah, no, not good. Um, I got these boots. Like this brand, they like paint like vintage cowboy boots like funky colors and stuff oh cool and they're oh no they're in my car they're kind of we can insert a photo on the gram um uh they're pretty expensive and um they came to my mom's house my mom got them and she was like what is this? Because they sent them in like an old box of like like a costco like tupperware box and it's okay. like, and it's like, like my mom was like, Kate, hey, you paid all this money for this. And it comes in this like old raggedy Tupperware box. And it's kind of, so it's kind of like a double, it's, it's, it's hard to like, cause you want to reuse stuff, but when you're 
selling to customers who are paying so much money, you still want kind of that luxury experience. So that's kind of a struggle to figure out how to find that balance between still providing a more high-end experience while keeping your footprint small. It's what, what, what's, what's your solution to that? How do you achieve that? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, Nine boxes don't count. <laughs> <laughs> like we use, um, we put our pieces in compostable bags in our mailers. So that's kind of one step we've taken. And we're looking into like replacing our mailers with something more. Like I think compostable packaging is such like, is such a cool and exciting way to go. But like I got, I ordered from Skims and they sent it in compostable packaging, but they put stickers all over the bag. And I'm like, Kim, I can't, yeah. I can't put this in the compost. There's stickers all over it. So if, if you need a, if you need a plug for that after the show, I got you. Okay. Perfect. But they might be cardboard boxes. So <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah. Anybody that needs cardboard boxes, I'm about to, I'm about to start flipping. Yeah. These we should, like we should, bit. we should take some. <laughs> No, for real. If you guys need cardboard boxes, actually hit me <laughs> the fuck up. Like, I'm, I'm not... Uh, yeah, no, like, well, th- that's the thing. That's the problem with cardboard. It's like, how do you <laughs> upcycle cardboard in, like, a sexy way? You know what I you mean? Like, you can, yeah. you can... I know, I know. But I, <laughs> a kitty home, like you've said? Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, I... Like, look, if I get a package in and then I'm shipping out a different package, like, okay, that's one thing. Like, I can, you know, I can figure that out. But, like, you know, for you guys, like, like in running a brand, like, you can't just take some shitty Amazon Prime box and then send somebody yeah. a fucking Yeah, and we want it to all be, like, <laughs> consistent, too. Yeah. So. What we've been doing is, I know it's, like, not, like... You can't do it for everybody, but we've been offering like local delivery, free delivery. Um, it it is a lot of effort because it takes a lot. It's just like a time consuming thing, but it's like good because we eliminate the, the, the yeah the mailer, um, the truck driving there. <laughs> We're just basically yeah. So like that's like an easy way to just like kind of minimize it um because you don't need like the big like um mailer that's like the main issue because it's like just all like plastic um and yeah and you just deliver it right to him and it also creates like a nice little experience with you and your customer <laughs> hashtag so. shop local yeah people you know people i'll need uh, that. Yeah. i'll help you guys out with deliveries <laughs> yeah I, mean, we'll like, just I, hire yo, I don't think you guys yeah. understand Delivery how boy. i don't think you guys understand how often i'm on the road already Oh yeah, like, Perfect. like you know, what I mean, like yeah, like doing deliveries of my own. So <laughs> um, we'll just hire yeah, you. I mean, You'll be our face. Like, yeah, just just pay me in IF stuff. Like I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm still waiting on my uh, my influencer Valentine's hoodie. <laughs> like, 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 okay, I don't even okay. understand. I just, I just got, I just got the AF ones. Like I just got the Air Force ones with a little heart on them. Like I don't think you understand how oh, hard yeah, that, that would be would so go. cute. Yeah. I don't, you have no idea how hard that fit would go. Maybe my just, um, like, my Sasquatch feet feet will fit <laughs> into, your, into your shoes, and then, you know, no, and then I'll I, um, wear it. I'll wear that fit. There you go. You know, I, you I, go. Think, I think I think I have. Come on, Mikey, I think I have a, a nine screen. and a half, a yeah. ten, and an eleven. 
I, if I'm not mistaken, in those. So why do you have so many? Cause um, just for friends. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. imaginary. Definitely not I'm reselling them. Friends that want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not actually for friends. I'm not even fucking with you. I actually bought them for friends. Uh, are they imaginary though? <laughs> no, not imaginary friends. Actually, real friends. Uh, are you guys going to expand into headwear? Gotta ask. What kind of headwear? We did have hats. We, we had, had hats. Um, but I think we really want to do um, baseball caps, <laughs> just because it's like mm-hmm. a it's like an easy way to like get your brand out. Um, and who doesn't like a good cap? Like a, yeah, like with the warm cap? weather coming. Yeah, yeah, like a dad cap. A lids. Just like a giant... Yeah. What's it called? A snapback. <laughs> <All right. laughs> to get back no. to the old school. Um, but people have been asking for, like, kind of, yeah, more, like, affordable, like, smaller accessory things. I want to do keychains. I would love to okay. do cute little keychains. But, yeah, we definitely want to do, like, dad dad caps coming up for the summer and stuff. So Oh, and yeah. tote keychains. bags. Oh, yeah, tote bags. Yeah. Keychains, yeah. are you looking like more like the plastic ones, like a leather one? Like what's the kind of... Man, well, recycled, so environmentally <laughs> friendly, recycled. <laughs> yeah. Made it of Mikey's cardboard keychains. Yeah. Yeah, good. Mikey can make Mikey, us do you some... want to start a new business, by the way? Yeah, cardboard yeah. keychains. I'm about it. And we'll deboss 100%. on them. So, you know, it's easy on the environment. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think, I think this is genius. I like... Oh, actually, I just got a notification from from my uh, my bank. Apparently, they just gave me ten million dollars on credit wow. just, just <laughs> based wow, off the idea alone. So, yeah, yeah. let's get this going. And put it all. <laughs> seems seems like this is a genius Thanks. idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can get an anvil, and I could do like hand, you know, stamped shit, so we don't have to run any <laughs> machines. I can start a fire to heat it up, and then put it on the cardboard. Sustainability, that would be great right? for catch, catch Ed out there with like two sticks, like rubbing it together. <laughs> Start a fire. Sustainability, it's what we're about. That's so funny. Have you found that that's one of the hardest things um, getting into even like starting a brand is being mindful and, and being sustainable? And d- is that even something that you guys thought would be difficult to achieve? Um, mm. Definitely, because I see, you see companies and then. You're like, oh my god, that's so cute, and then you look for it in like a sustainable, like locally made thing, and then you're like, it's just like so limited, and then there's like so much, so many options. If we're just like, just say like, f it, and we'll just like order from like overseas, because like it would be so easy to do that because there's like so it's so cheap. There's so many options, and then when you look at this sustainable one, it's like. Not saying we don't like it because obviously we love it and that's what we want to do. But just like looking for like manufacturers that are like local, it's just like you don't have that many options. And then it gets into the more expensive things when you have to do. Um, sorry, I'm blanking. When you like you design you have to make so many then, pieces. Yeah, you make like say like the like, whole oh, tech like, pack. Yeah, like it's like it gets into more complex things, and then it's like you need like to order like five hundred of them, and then. Um, you just get kind of stuck and then I think that's like how what we've been facing like you're kind of just at like you're stuck um, yeah like I I feel like going into it I thought it would be hard to keep everything kind of sustainable but I didn't think it would be so hard to find 
like manufacturers in Canada that do like small batches, like nobody does it. And I don't know why, like if I had like a ton of money, I would so open like a manufacturing company and I would like do all the stuff that we've been looking for. Like I've just noticed all the resources that are missing in the Canadian fashion industry. Like it's crazy. Like everything is, you just like, they just don't have it here. I'm like, why? Come on guys. Money. Yeah. Money. That's Supply literally what demand. it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Mikey just got a ten million dollar credit. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So we have to take so like some cardboard clothes. So yeah, that'd be like the hardest thing, because like you see, like when we want to, because like we love dresses and stuff. We're like, oh my god, we want to make like cute dresses or like whatnot. And then it's like, yeah, it just gets into like the issue of having this like sustainable ethical company. Um, and a lot you of them don't want to work with small brands. Yeah. Or so, young people. Yes. It's just like being stuck. <laughs> and then, yeah, like not having any money to like make your own clothes. And then people are like, well, make yeah. something cool. Make something else. And then we're like, okay, yeah, like obviously we want to. But it's yeah. it's just we're like it's like chess. We're all we're we're strategic with it. We we move mm-hmm. we move in silence, and then we'll like one day we'll hit it. Yeah. But yeah, I think we kind of knew from the really? beginning that it would be hard. <laughs> we have a friend that foreign writer shout out Ralph, who has yeah. kind of been our mentor, and so we kind of like when we'd be like, yeah, like why can't we find a manufacturer? He'd be like, yeah, like. Good luck. Like they don't want to talk Question. to you. Question: How do you guys know Ralph? Um, it um, is my yeah. yeah, my mom's um really good friend. Um. Uh, yeah, her husband and I've like grew up with them and yeah. Wow. And when we like, how do you starting... know Ralph? Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say it after the pod. We'll, we'll... Oh, gee, gee, gee. Yeah. So when we were, because he used to do Dunning, um, which was yep, a golf apparel. Golf. Yeah. And then he moved to Foreign Rider, which is, yeah, which is with cycling. And then they opened a store, um, Queen West. Mm-hmm. Or no, Queen East, sorry. And yeah, um, good family friend. And then when we were starting this, my mom was like, well, you definitely need to like talk to Ralph because he would like be the one to point you in the right direction. And he was like the first person like we talked to that was actually like, because we were so nervous. We're just like our first ideas, like nothing was made yet. We had no idea. Um, and he just like was like, yeah, this is really cool. And like was the first person that like actually was like, you girls are like awesome. And we're like, no one's like told us that before. And yeah, so he's just he was really helpful in like um, getting us our confidence up and like pointing us in all the directions. Like he gave us like our like our little step. And obviously yeah. like we branched off. But yeah, he like he like really like helped us. And we're so grateful. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's just like so. Yeah. I feel like it's so important for for like young people starting out to have someone like that because yeah, it really, it really boosted our confidence and kind of gave us that push. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's a yeah. veteran in, in in the in the Canadian game. Yeah, yeah. so we he's felt got a super lot of experience under his belt. Yeah, and yeah. he's like so into like ethical, like he, yeah, with being like ethical. And, like, learning, like, how to brand ourselves and, like, just, like, teaching us about all these, like, different resources and just, like, really, like, yeah, just really awesome person. 
awesome. We love yeah. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Ralph. Not, not to get too much off uh, this topic, but um, mm-hmm. now that you bring up golf, <laughs> I think it's really interesting um, how golf has kind of, in a lot of ways, found, or I guess more so fashion has found its way into golf over the last um, few years. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Malbin Golf, but um, they're a brand, I believe, out of California. Their flagship is on Fairfax. And um, they've essentially, not like too far off um, from what you guys have done with like the spell outs, have like created this... um, this logo that is based on like a golf ball, um, and it just has like these kind of like swirl eyes, and then they'll dress it up as like different, like um, like celebrities and characters and stuff. So like they'll have like a Cheech and Chong one, or like a Larry David, or you know like all different types of stuff like that. And um, even I know this Thursday, uh, the Jordan Four White Cement is coming out, the spikes. And if I don't get my pair, we're going to have a fucking issue. <laughs> we're going to have a problem. I'm no, like, I did, like, I have no, like, all my friends that are listening to this shit, I don't ask for steals. I don't ask for you guys to lob me sneakers for retail fucking ever. I swear to God, if you guys touch a ten and a half and it doesn't go down my fucking toes, we're gonna have an issue. <laughs> so have a fight. I, I, I'm trying to catch you with the white cements on the green. Is that what you're telling me, dude? I'm actually gonna be compressing the hell out of the golf ball in those white cements. <laughs> All right. One point uh, five smash factor done. I when <laughs> wow. Uh, no, that's li- that's li- no, that's actually like a golf analytics stat, like like oh, based on my, my like bad. a swing. Yeah, no, it's not like Sorry. a. You uh, know, one point five is like the perfect smash factor. I know it's like a weird thing to like turn. Like, like innuendo weird is that what they call it? In- no, <laughs> it's I, like I swear to God, like if you if you boot up like a trackman, like yeah. uh like a launch simulator, yeah. um, like smash factor, like the closer it is to one point five, the more perfect you hit in the center of the face. Wow. Yeah. Um, shout outs to my know. friend Patrick Keegan. He's out in Chicago. He works with a few golf brands, Grayson Clothiers, the Golfer's Journal. He has his own brand as well, the, the Field Field Date Sporting. I was talking to him about a year ago and I said, golf needs to start, like, needs to do like league fit type shit. Like before you step out to the green, you got to have like such a dope fit on. I want to see what they're wearing. And I think we can get younger people more interested in the actual sport because yeah. I mean, my, my dad's pretty into golf, but it's just like that never intrigued me. I've, I've always been number yeah. one tennis and then number two basketball. So like, I want to see nice fits in golf and then kind of influence a new wave of people who had interested in the clothing. Right. And then start adopting, you know, that lifestyle or just playing it every summer or spring. It's, it's definitely starting to get there. Like I know, you know, when I was a junior, like, it was still, like, a very stuffy sport in a lot of ways. But, I mean, like, now you'll walk into, like, some of the best, you know, public courses um, in the country. And, like, they'll be selling speakers in the pro shop so that people can go, like, link up their phones to a Bluetooth speaker 
at like you know while they're out on the course or um you know and it feels like a lot less stuffy in the sense of the fashion as well like you know a lot i mean again as a junior like it was it was essentially a requirement to be wearing a collared shirt and i feel like that requirement is slowly you know being chipped away at year after year and and you know golf attire is becoming a lot more casual um so yeah it's it's really cool it's uh it's very very cool to see but i think so someone as someone like kind of that that's interested in fashion too um when i was shown like the the rat pack right of golf and i was looking at like their 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 trousers right the sans belt trousers that is so in line with what's happening right now um that I think it could just be adopted in, into so many different outfits and into different styles. Like every day, how I see fashion nowadays is everyone's just tr- pretending to be a to, pretending to be a character. That's all they are. Like one day you're gonna look a little more tech. One day you're gonna look a little more lofty. The other day you might look, you know, a little more like cowboy, whatever. But everyone's just playing like a character. So I think it'd be really fun to see golf wear. You know change the cutting, you know, whatever, and make it a little more accessible for everyone. And then just start implementing things like the sans belt trousers into your everyday wardrobe. Yeah. That shit is, I'm all for it. It is very interesting, like, how if you look at golfers from the 60s and 70s, um, especially, like, you look at photos of these guys and you're like, Damn, I swear I saw a guy wearing that at, like, the Like, just last week. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, is that thrifted? Is that a thrifted cardigan he's wearing? Yeah, um, like that, that I feel like it would be so cool to, to see. Hey, imaginary friends, if, if you guys ever get into yeah. like knitted <gasps> cardigans, that'd we should do a collab with Ralph, make golf clothes. There you go. Sounds, sounds I like golfing, but only if I can drive the cart and have a drink. <laughs> One drink or drinking like, and driving two, on three. the course. One time I like drove right up to the hole <laughs> and this guy yelled at me. He yeah, was pissed. No, that's that's do, a big no no. I was just a little girl. I didn't know. He was mad. And it was just like a random guy, like a a fellow golfer. Went off. Do you know on how me. much it costs to manicure a green a year? Um, no. But why didn't they tell it's, me that? When they gave like me the keys. Minimum, minimum like sixty thousand dollars a green. <laughs> Maybe you should tell people that before you let them drive a cart around. <laughs> I was literally like 16. I, How was I supposed to know? I was with my mom. My mom had been golfing like twice in her life. <laughs> We're just like, dee, dee, dee. <laughs> Plus, I was fun though. 16. Yeah. In terms, okay. of, in terms of I was collapse, Maybe not. Nine, 16. Maybe 19 and a half. In tr- <laughs> <laughs> That's what the IT said. In, in terms of collabs, <laughs> um, dream collab. <laughs> I F and what? Dream collab. That's a good one. Like a person or a brand? Uh, it could be either one. Um, I would love to do. And why is it H and M? No, (laughs) (laughs) I mean H and M is doing a Simone Rocha shop right now. Um, there's. Do you guys see that new H and M Simone Rocha? It's actually really nice. Didn't see Drag Race UK. That's true. I would say Who like I don't know. Um maybe like a dress company. Like there's some pretty I think we both like are all of us like realization or like mm-hmm. with Jean. Um 
one of those like big dress companies it'd be really cute to do like because i love wearing i've said dress like 20 times but like a dress with like a oversized sweater on top so i think like a a coordinated like collab with like matching sweater with like a silk dress would be like so dope um i would like that in my opinion my opinion terry cloth i want to do that um just like something just like very like yeah dress it up but not like to yeah i would like to do something with i don't know like my boyfriend is pretty into like streetwear stuff i would like to do something like it'd be cool just to even like have something in better gift shop or like something with like street rats and like goes in miami um yeah it would just be because like those are spaces that i've always gone into and been like eh. so it'd be cool to like be like yeah we're working together now and now like they're working with all those like big brands now so yeah. yeah bgs is very 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 cool like that like to me they're the like epitome of like nonchalant coolness like well mikey really don't... we'll yeah. talk after the pod they're, they're the fucking <laughs> coolest. like legit like legit like i yeah i don't know anybody there and it, and like I would like I like not even like oh like I wish I did but like I legitimately like I fucking worship Better Gift Shop. <laughs> like I'm not really like that with like a lot of brands. Like I'm not like that loyal to a brand. Like I would say that I am more loyal to Better Gift Shop than I am to Kith, which is insane. Damn. Which is insane to think about. Because I love Ronnie Fig. By the way, shout out Ronnie Fig. His his daughter was yeah, born. He's today. a dad. As of yeah, like Papa an hour Feig. ago or two. Yeah, Papa Five, good for him, yeah. man. Uh, best of wishes to him and his wife, and is yeah. is you know his ever growing family. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I am, I am more loyal to to Better Gift Shop than I am to to Papa Five, which is. Did you get those shop. shoes? Which ones? <sighs> those blue ones. I don't, who did they do those with? They just released those blue. Uh, not just like like a month ago. Uh, let me see. Well, while you find that, I do have to say, Olivia, I liked your take on. Oh, with Vans, with Vans. Merging both. I, like, formal I figured. Wear. I figured that's what it was. Hey guys, we're having a conversation right. here, so watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say merging like formal or like evening wear into something more relaxed. Like I love seeing when two worlds collide and you're just kind of like nudging those barriers. Yeah. And it's like yeah, this is like my shit, and I'm gonna stay into into this lane. I'm sure there are ten or like ten thousand other people that are into this. Yeah. Tabbies. I, I like. That. That's like my favorite thing. Like I've been like that and like having our own podcast are like the two things that I've been like, ladies, we <laughs> yeah, have to Olivia do this. Went, like, this is Olivia's <laughs> dream doing a podcast. So Yeah. But I love like I have this one sweater and it's like my favorite not like besides us, like um sweater brand that I'm like obsessed with. Um and I have like one of their sweaters. Um and I love wearing it with like dresses and stuff. And no name drop, no name drop. I'll say, wait, what sweater? My Mad Happy Spongy one. Thing. I'm just like yeah. I love Mad Happy. Yes. I like yes. literally think like their sweaters are like 
so delicious, like the feel of them, the like, so yeah, like wearing that and um, yeah, I want to do like a collab where we like specifically make like pieces where you like, they, they like, they go together and then you could have mm-hmm. like, say we have like four dresses and four sweaters and like they're each like interchangeable and it would just be so sweet. I get nice. it. No, I, I know, I know the feeling. That's how I feel about Emilion door 28 ounce, please. <laughs> Yo, if I'm if I'm still single at thirty, I'm gonna <laughs> legally marry uh, an ALD twenty-eight ounce I swear to God. Hey. I swear to God. I what? love that fucking hoodie. I I know you do. One thing about Mad Happy and what I love about it is they have um, an Instagram page dedicated to mental health, and they yeah. actually like make changes. Like they're they're actually doing stuff, and it's under a handle called uh, Local Optimist. And they actually—it's so. That's the. Like, that's, that's the. One of my um, right now. That's the crew I have. I have the local optimist one, like the black one, and it's like. So nice. That's like the only thing I like. Set an alarm. It was. It was before. I think now they like started to restock more, but before yeah. it was like harder to get. I like set an alarm on my phone, and I like mm-hmm. was like in this like queue, like being like, "Well, the website, like you can't get it yet," and I was like refreshing, refreshing, and I like grabbed it, and I was like so excited. There you go. And 2022. It, and they're Mad Happy by Imagine. I don't know friends. if you guys have ordered yeah. from Mad Happy, but like going back to like the packaging, like it literally came in like like an ugly bag, like no plastic, nothing inside. It was literally just the sweater. And because they're like really big on like sustainability. And I, when I when it like came, I was like kind of weirded out. I was like, what is this? But I was like, cool. Like there was no like hang tag, like I don't know. I don't even remember if it, it must have came in like a plastic thing, but I can't even remember. Like if it didn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised because it literally had nothing, not even like a little note. It was just like, here's your sweater. And I was like, it's pretty cool because like they're really they're really true with no waste. But yeah. But did you did you feel some type of way about spending all that money and not having anything else in the package? Not really. Honestly, I would feel something. I was kind of like, oh, Darius I don't know. would definitely feel some type. Of I way. would feel some way. Um, I don't know. Darius I didn't, I didn't really think about it. I think I didn't really think about like obviously like I was like a, a sucker for cool packaging, but not getting anything. I was just like I, I was like yeah. I guess because I like really like the brand, that I was like mm. super excited, and then I like know how like their like mission statement is like happy mental health, but also like everything they make is like so like planned out and like yeah they're really cool yeah i I, i'm really into that brand right now as well me too they've just got a good mission that's why that's what got me Mm -hmm. i know and they're their campaigns and like their cashmere collection i'm just like uh those four guys they're just we'll we'll, we'll talk after the pod too they did the uh (laughs) I'm I'm pretty pit like the one thing I'm not, I'm not like huge into Mad Happy or anything but the one thing that they did that I'm pissed I didn't get was um the the curb your enthusiasm oh my god oh, yeah. yeah okay I was, that I was, I was kind of underwhelmed with because what? you could do so many things with curb merch and all they did was put the logo on it you could do so many things with was, curb merch I thought it was pretty. yeah like that would be funny on like the back of like a crew or something or like i don't know like just instead of like i don't know something that more like 
something that's like only the fans would get, but just putting like curb your enthusiasm on like a shirt. I'm like, okay, this is such an iconic show. Like you guys could have gone crazy with this. That's that's my dream collab. Is if they're like so ever. like they're so like not a crazy brand. Like everything they do, it's like very like. Oh, like curb is just so good. They had a really cool collab with like the that pizza shop. Um, I don't know what known the name, but I was like, I wish I got something from that because it was like sick, sick. But yeah, <laughs> mad happy fans. Do you find it hard to to buy clothing after starting a brand? Oh, not at all. <laughs> I'm I feel really? like my shopping has gone so much. Like I don't know. I just like haven't been buying anything recently. Like at the beginning I, of pandemic, I was like trigger happy, just buying everything. And then, I don't know, maybe it's because now I'm just, like, worn out by the pandemic and I know I'm not going anywhere, but I don't know. But when I find something good, like, yeah. I think I don't buy, I obviously, like, I don't buy sweaters from anywhere anymore unless, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, (laughs) or Mad Happy. But um, (laughs) I think I'm more conscious in the fact that, like, I'll, I'll buy not as frequently, but more expensive pieces. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Paloma Wool, like, Hannah and I, like, and so does Regan, and they have expensive, but, like, again, like, I think now, yeah. since we are very, we are very conscious with our brand, we want to buy from brands that also, like, have the same kind of, like, um, vibe as us. Ethos. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah I am more willing to spend more money on stuff now. Yeah, because it lasts. Before. And, yeah, just, like, being like aware of like where we're buying from like i i really don't shop at like not like being like that like girl like oh my god i'm so much better than you i just like i just i just know where like your <laughs> where your money gets you when you buy clothes and bougie not even i literally Damn. i literally have like five dollars but I, i'll spend my like i'd rather spend my grocery money on like a cool shirt that's gonna last like a couple years no. A sure. year's quote unquote probably like a year, then like I don't know a, some like uh, no, vegetables. I'm, I'm the exact same way. No, like I'm, I'm honestly the exact same way. Like I, uh, I'm definitely like a buy less for more instead yeah. of a buy more for less type of guy. Um, unless it's Uniqlo. Uniqlo is the only <laughs> exception to that rule. Okay, so Uniqlo I, I have, slaps. I have a they confession. Slap. Okay. So what I just, did you buy? Ed? I, I I moved into a new place. I, I haven't moved in yet because I'm doing renos right now. Um, what did you buy, Ed? But the thing was for for what Mike, did, what did you, you buy? Mikey Ed? and Darius, hold on. I need to tell them. I was supposed to not spend until my birthday, which is in June, right? Mm. And so disgusting. I disgusting. This, it's a long time. This past you week, should be ashamed uh, of I yourself. did. I know. I know. I'm. So what I bought, and you're gonna I'm be like, the wow, police station this is this right is not now. sustainable. Uh, I bought something off Uniqlo. Oh my <laughs> I bought called the police. All three Gross. of those uh, of those hats, those UV hats. So in the khaki and the navy, and I think that like there was like a white colorway. And I bought a houndstooth scarf that was on sale. Um, you did not need that. You know why? Because it's about to get disgusting. warm outside. You jerk. You jerk. <laughs> How are you gonna afford socks now? Where are you gonna get socks from? Costco. When you, when you, <laughs> actually, yeah, you know what? Palette of socks now. <laughs> Uniqlo, Uniqlo socks. Slap. Yeah. Slaps. 
Facts. Slap. But yeah, so I, I couldn't even last, what was it, a month? Damn. Not even, bro. Like yeah. two weeks. Two weeks. Two podcasts. Take in, yeah. I've bought less stuff than you in the last two months. No way. That's true. For, for personal, yes. I, I literally, I've gotten shoes for friends, but I have not... Um, but for yourself, purchase any anything for myself. Um, the Ziggy Zaggies are the last thing that I got. I haven't bought anything for myself for it's good. I think for time. I was I heavily influenced by um the ALD stuff. Um, drop one. I was spring summer twenty one, oh, and I didn't. Was... I didn't. I didn't want to buy any of the ALD hats. You know. <laughs> I was very close on that. I almost just. I just. I almost bought every fucking Mets hat they had. I was just gonna get like the with the um, chain stitch on the front, but I was like, you know what? No. So instead of one hat from ALD, but three from Uniqlo. <laughs> I, I, need, I need the I need the match joint for sure. I need the green one. I need the blue one. One hundred percent. Well, we'll try again. Drop two. We'll try again. Drop two. Okay. I haven't bought anything closing since July. Sure. Yeah. What's the last yeah. thing you guys bought, Hannah and uh, Liv? I bought a sweater from House of Sunny on Sunday from a little store down the street from us that does curbside pickup. So I'm just waiting for them to give me that email so I can walk on over, pick it up. Very dope. Um, Okay. I don't normally shop here, but I got a new (laughs) job. (laughs) I got a new job and I needed work-appropriate clothing and I like... No, just Aritzia, and I normally don't shop there because I I don't I don't really. It just says like it's like your Uniqlo. They have like base channeling, channeling your inner autumn girl. <laughs> yeah, they they have they have good fall. basics. Yeah, they have good basics, they do. and and they ship so fast. Their, yeah, and I fell for their trap with these like vegan Molina leather pants, and I was like, okay, mm. I'm not gonna buy them, and then I bought them because. They caught my attention with their marketing, but I, I literally haven't shopped there just because, I don't know, I, I'm just so lazy and they have so much stuff. No. They're like scrolling through. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, I was I like, it. I was they just like, that's, work. that's yeah. like me with, um, with Club Monaco. <laughs> I, I never think of Club Monaco, but whenever I pass one, I always end up going inside and buying some shit I don't. Mm-hmm. The Yorkville one, the Yorkville one is is key. The Yorkville. I've never been to York. You mean oh, Yorkville yeah. or Yorkville? Yorkville, Yorkville. I don't think I've yeah. ever been to Yorkville. That was sick. That was nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the rooms for for the women's wear too. Like, man. Those oh yeah, windows, yeah. The columns. Yeah, I'm for. Yeah, it. it's so nice in there. Yeah. What gets me to buy stuff is like experience <laughs> and boutique and stuff like that. So online, I'm like whatever. It doesn't exist to me. Yeah. Darius doesn't buy stuff level. online. He's, yeah, I don't buy anything. He's, he's one of the, he's honestly such a snob with that. It's insane. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I can't I, do it. I can't do it online. I, I get, I get uh, Darius's uh, reasoning for that. But I mean, the fact that Darius doesn't buy anything online is incredible. Like it's incredible. Like he, man, I, like last two weeks ago, I bought the snowboard. I straight up called the place i'm like yo show me the snowboard through the window and i'll pay here like darius is the type of guy that uh would would start complaining about how uh packs of cigarettes don't have baseball cards in them anymore (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't even know. I'm not that old. I'm not that old. That's what it feels like sometimes, Darius. (laughs) He's not old. He's wise. Darius the boomer. No, exactly. Yeah, no, he is. He is. (laughs) I, I'd say Darius is probably wise enough for the three of us. Or, the, I, you know, honestly, the five of us at this mm-hmm. point. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Darius, Darius is a wizard, as far as I'm concerned. He's a mystery wizard. Mystery wizard for sure. We, do, you, do you know that I still don't know what Darius does? I have no idea. Not even the slightest clue. I have no idea what Darius does. It, he's, he is so nondescript. It's been 11 I, pods. And it's been 11 so, podcasts, no. and I have no fucking idea what Darius does. Nothing. Yeah. It just happens. He could, he could legitimately be a hitman. I, I wouldn't know. Yep. Did you hear those gun Maybe. noises? <laughs> Did you hear Pretty those? realistic. Pretty yeah, realistic. That's, yeah, very realistic. Yeah. Oh. Um, there's, a, there's a return. Oh, no, nothing. I I didn't know if she like, cut out, but no, she just wants <laughs> to get her get her pup. But yeah. yeah. Um, any seen out yeah. for for listeners, Hannah has her fur baby hey. on the screen, and that's where everyone's attention is going. Hey, yeah, we we completely forgot that we're on a podcast. We're just looking at the dog at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. You can't. You can't. You can't put them on on the webcam. And not <laughs> Is he the original imaginary dog? Is he the tripod? <laughs> you can follow her on Insta. He's a bit of a star. Not really. But... <laughs> Insta famous. Well, guys. Um. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it, and I'm really happy that we uh, got to do this. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, this was really cool. Do you guys? Do you guys want to? Oh, hold on, wait. Before we go, we didn't do. Um, we didn't our, do shoes. Foot checks. We didn't do our foot no checks. Foot checks. What are you wearing this okay. week? All right, Mikey. Yeah, we're, we're doing Mikey's. an end right. of the week fit check. All right, Mikey, go. Uh, wrist for on on the shoes. on the wrist Apple Watch every single day. I don't. Right. Even, I didn't even look at my G Shock. Uh, Disgusting. On the on the toe, Carhartts every single day. I literally wore nothing but the Carhartts every single day. I wore them in the snow. Yeah. I like. I, yeah, I don't know. It was it, it was kind of weird. I didn't wear my Docs at all. Nice. Yeah. Full. Okay. Full Carhartt. Been pretty dry this week, so. Yeah. Except for that random storm, I think it was yesterday. Oh, like the day I know. It was so windy. It sounded like children screaming all day. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. My roommate was like, are you like, I thought that was you. And I'm like, you thought I was just like screaming? Like it literally sounded like people screaming. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Darius? On feet today was Golden Goose Superstars. Um, and white and red and then on wrist today i don't wear this a lot but today i'm wearing long jeans a mr jones oh, mr jones yeah wow mr jones mr jones lazy sunday afternoon great watch it's fun it's just a dude in a pool oh that's, that's nice i like that yeah it's cute <laughs> how about you olivia no i, I, I guess um, first come on live, manners live, live. on the feet I would just say my classic docs, 
Because they're okay. gloved on, and I don't wear anything on my wrist, so. It's okay. I know. One day I'll buy, like, a Rolex or something. You're going to get a, a bust, a bust <laughs> down. Oh, oh, yes, a Rolly. So, yeah. Be a bussy. Yeah. And Tana? Um, well, Regan and Olivia got me royal blue high-top Converse for my birthday, like, two weeks ago. Ooh. So I've just been wearing those. Is it the Chuck 70 joints? I don't or know, Olivia. What are they? Joints? You bought them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chuck they are. are they comfy. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they yeah, look like sure. they look like old school. I don't know. They're pretty cool. They're like the ones that everyone's like kind of getting. Do they these feel days. more comfortable than regular Chucks that you grew up with? I don't know because growing up, I would always get foot problems in my Converse. Okay. Like my feet sure. would just like, <laughs> like I would get aches in my feet. I think I have flat feet. Anyway, okay. yeah, they're pretty comfortable. I would recommend. I hear I you. Like so them. do I. I have flat feet as well. Yeah, it sucks. It's a sad existence. Yeah, um, on my wrist, um, I've just been wearing like those like bead bracelets that you make when you're like in grade two, like this, but bracelets. Love it. Form. Works with yeah. the vibe. Can I, can I get an official imaginary friends bead bracelet? You should sure, start yeah. selling yeah. that, actually. I'll wear it every day. That would actually do really well. Actually actually well. Wear it $15, $15 per bracelet. Yeah, yeah. Regan, Regan will order. be happy to hear that. Regan's been wanting to do that. So. I, no, I think, it's a, I think it's a really good idea, actually. Like, yeah, it, okay. it fits so in that's really on brand. brand. That yeah, we'll talk about this afterward. Yeah. I don't want to... Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Ed? and I will end it off um, on the feet, actually, because it got warmer. New Balance 990 V5. Oh, it's not blunnies. No, no blunt stones. <laughs> Thank God. I pulled out the days. 990s. <laughs> like, fuck you. 990s, uh, let's go. In the, in the uh, Instagram gray colorway, because, you know, every every IG person loves that pair. Uh, on wrist today was the Rolex Explorer. Nice. Yeah. Just a nice watch to bang around and scratch up even more than it already has. No, I want one. Yeah. Very dope. All right. Um, and then before we close this off, Hannah, Olivia, yeah. where can they find you? You can find us at Imaginary Friends Are Fun on Instagram or, or you meant us personally or the brand? No, you can do your personal <laughs> one. Or, or my personal one, which is the best, at Live Lalonde. <laughs> And yes. mine is Hannah Voss underscore. Underscore. And that's it. Voss with yeah. two I'll spell, S's. I'll, not s- one. I'll spell those out because people people don't know how to spell things. H A N N A H B O S S underscore or L I V L A L O N D E. Yeah. Spelling me. Spelling me champion. And I'll spell imaginary friends are fun. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you can't spell imaginary friends are fun, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Fuck you. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know, man. You could do that. Uh, and Mikey, how about you? Where can they find you? Same place as always. You know, I'm banging around on H E Y I M M I K E Y. Hey, I'm Mikey. You You've um, got a new picture now. I do. It's Nikola Jokic as a as a chubby little. Fucking eleven-year-old or whatever. I like it. I like it. I mean, he possibly the MVP of the NBA. That's all I gotta say. So, okay. 
Boom. And you're going to lob it over to Darius. Yeah, Darius, what's up, man? Tell them where, me... where they can find your Louis Vuitton fits. <laughs> oh, my God. You can find me at tar.ig. I haven't bought anything Louis Vuitton in no, a while. No, no, I don't believe been you. A, okay. been a no, nobody believes you. Uh, Ed? Been a minute. <laughs> uh, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you consume your podcast. The IG, as always, is springs.thread. Website is actually www.springsandthread.com, and you can comment on the podcast and tell me how annoying I am and how I always forget which podcast we're on. So, all in all, Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you so much, Olivia. Um, and we'll, I'm sure we'll do this again. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'd love we'll to. Get into, we'll get a little deeper into it. We'll talk, <laughs> talk some real shit. Uh, we'll say that. Yeah, okay. we'd love to like come back in like a couple sure. months and we can like talk about how stupid we sounded now. <laughs> <laughs> no, ne- next time you guys are on the pod, you're going to be like, yeah, like we want, we want everybody to resell our stuff sell out we collab no big deal we're we're, we're backdooring all our all our product to resellers and and on top of that uh let's only do imaginary friends and wrath collab (laughs) yeah that's gonna be it Imaginary Friends and Mad Happy does a collab within the next few months. I, I, you know what? Fingers crossed for you guys. I hope, I hope that's what we're talking about in a few months. Thank you. It's gonna be Mad Happy by Imaginary Friends. Yeah, yeah. Mad Happy. Seriously, check out the brand, guys. It is a cool as fucking brand, and I'm not saying that just because I'm friends with these people. It's Mm. because it is legitimately a cool as brand. Period. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) All right, everyone. I was their first customer. Like what? Yeah. 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 Okay, thank Stay you. safe, <laughs> and we will see you all next time. Peace. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.